A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Would you be the jerk for not giving your mother her dying wish? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, would I be the jerk for not allowing my boyfriend to invite his nephew to our apartment? Several months ago, I, female 32, got a really good job with great pay and rented myself a large, newly renovated, beautiful apartment. When I moved in, my boyfriend, male 32, of a year and a half, helped me decide on furniture and decoration, and I furnished it for two people to give him the option to move in should he want to. Since he still lives in a tiny, cramped apartment that he's had since his college years, we started staying at my new place most of the time. He still has his apartment, but he's been staying with me full-time for three months now and has most of his stuff in what we are starting to consider our apartment. He plans to give up his apartment and move in officially in September. He's really close with his older brother and invites him over a lot. We get along well. He has a really cute two-year-old son that he started calling me aunt, and I've recently started hanging out with his wife individually. However, the nephew's in the middle of potty training and frequently pees on floors. He's peed on the floor of my apartment multiple times already and I'm getting concerned over the brand new hardwood floor of my rented apartment with my name on the lease. I've been trying to suggest that we visit his brother at their place instead of inviting them over to our place. My boyfriend still wants to invite them over because he says we can't always expect them to be the hosts. He says that his brother and sister-in-law always clean up immediately and thankfully never expect anyone to clean up for them. But even if it's cleaned immediately, it does soak in a little and my landlord could end up charging me for any damage. I like his nephew, but I don't really want him at the apartment until he's fully potty trained in a few months. Would I be the jerk if I disallowed him from inviting his nephew for the time being? I know he would be upset if I did. Let's be real, if you're living in a situation where you know it's not permanent and you're not exactly bankrolling... That deposit can be quite a bit of money, and you'd probably want to do whatever you can to avoid giving them any real reason to say, sorry, you don't get that deposit back. I just think it's understandable that if they're incapable of preventing their kid from soiling the floor, that you're justified in not wanting them over until that can be prevented. Am I wrong there? Even if they chase them around with a mat or something. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for not washing my husband's popcorn bucket? My husband likes to buy a popcorn bucket each year from AMC and stops by on occasion to get it filled. I don't like popcorn, shocking I know, so I never eat his popcorn when he gets the bucket filled. I do essentially all of the dishwashing for things that need to be washed by hand, which is usually about 5 dishes a day. He does unload the dishwasher, but it's less than half the times. He got his bucket filled the other day and finally finished eating the popcorn about 4 days later and placed it in the sink. I would place it back on the counter in order to have room to wash the other dishes, and the bucket would end up back in the sink every day until he finally said, Oh, so you're never going to wash the bucket? I put it back on the counter and walked away. He never washed it. Am I the jerk for not washing it? Edit, in terms of household chores, I do dishwashing, laundry for four people, cleaning, lawn care, 2.8 acres, and half of the child care. I also homeschooled for two years, 2020 to 2021, four-year-old and seven-year-old. 
He does fixing household technology when it goes down, feeds the animals, two dogs and two cats, takes the garbage and recycling to the curb once a week. I'm not gonna lie, I do think it's kind of petty. Like, I get it, you definitely do more chores, and it shouldn't be like an obligation for you to clean this bucket. But if you're already there and you're washing the other dishes, how much more effort does it actually take to just wash the bucket? If you're doing any kind of like pre-rinse routine, it takes what, 60 seconds to clean the bucket? It's not whether or not you have to do it, it's just you're already there. You already have everything pulled out and ready to do it. Am I crazy here? The chore distribution does not seem fair. Maybe a please when they put the bucket down would be nice, but it's all already right there. This next story is, am I the jerk for being upset my vacation was cut short? I had a scheduling vacation for six days. This was planned two months back. For this vacation, I was riding my motorcycle around 1,200 miles one way. A bit shorter return trip of around 1,100 miles. I would leave Sunday and return Saturday. My wife works three days during this time. I scheduled childcare to cover the kids during her work schedule. On Wednesday, my wife informs me that childcare fell through for Thursday. I insist she figures something out. Either take the day off, she has plenty of PTO and there's no negative against her for using it on short notice, or see if the kids can do sleepovers. It is summer vacation and they ask every single day. She refuses. She asks me to come home. I remind her I'm over 20 hours away and I'm not sure I can manage without sleep. When I offer alternatives again, she refuses. So I cancel the rest of my trip, jump on my bike, and make it home after 20 straight hours of riding. So am I the jerk for being upset that my vacation was cut short? I mean, I think OP did a reasonable amount of suggesting here. I understand being upset that it was cut short, but if you have no other choice but to take care of your kids, you kind of have to do what you can. But a lot of the things like the sleepover thing sounded extremely reasonable to me. I don't know why they were so stubborn and dead set on you have to come back and hands on make the decision yourself there. Either way, you can totally not be the jerk for being upset that your vacation was cut short. What would make you the jerk is where you channel that anger. Are you channeling all that anger at your wife and kids for things coming up? Or would you just channel it towards the unfortunateness of the situation? This next story is, would I be the jerk for going against my girlfriend's wishes and getting another tattoo? For context, I, male 27, and my girlfriend, female 24, have been dating for about 5 years or so. It's been great, honestly, the best years of my life. When we met, I had 6 big tattoos and a few small ones. Now, most of my shoulders, chest, and upper arms are covered. I love them. It's my birthday in a few weeks and I thought I would treat myself to some new ink. A piece I drew myself and I've fallen in love with, it means a lot to me. I'm not giving detail for privacy reasons, but you get the idea. I've had it booked at the tattoo place for a few months and my appointments in a few days. My girlfriend came up to me today and said she didn't want me to go to the appointment, as she doesn't want me to get any more. A bit more conversation and I asked, you don't like the design? She then explained that she hates tattoos, doesn't like any of mine, and the thought of me getting more makes her sick. But I've had them since before we got together. I've had two more since we've been together. I made the argument of, I've had them my entire time we were dating, and I've always made it clear I want more. I then said it's my body and I should be able to do what I want. She replied with, yeah, it's your body, but I'm the one that has to look at you. She then left for work and hasn't replied to any of my messages, texts, or calls. 
My appointment's in a few days and I was really excited to get it, but now I'm having second thoughts as I don't want to upset her. I'm very conflicted right now. So if I were to get it, would I be the jerk? Literally no way would OP be the jerk for going through with getting a tattoo that they want and they care about so deeply. If I were in OP's shoes, I know I would be devastated by somebody having these revealed secret feelings after all this time. But as much as they want to say, I'm the one that has to look at you, it's your body and your choice. And if they can't love and support you for who you are and what you want to be, then maybe you should spare them the trouble of having to look at you and leave to find somebody else who does want to look at you. This next story is, am I the jerk for refusing to forgive my mom for when she stole my inheritance? I, 15-year-old female, and my mom, 52-year-old female, have a rocky relationship. For background information, she has tendencies to be emotionally manipulative and she uses guilt trip to her advantage anytime we argue. These arguments are brought up by me as she refuses to take blame or responsibility for any of her actions, and when she rarely does, the apology is half-hearted and the incident she's apologizing for ends up happening again, even after being confronted. We've been attending mediation for five weeks, as I was fed up with her not recognizing her behavior, or just refusing to recognize her behavior. Anyways, for more background information, my nana passed away last year. From what I'm aware of, there were 8,000 British pounds left after the funeral, and my mom and uncles decided to split it amongst the five grandkids, and each were to be given 1,600 pounds, including me and my sister. Now, when I was told about my inheritance through my mom, I was informed that I was given a thousand pounds. At the time, I wasn't aware it was actually 1,600 pounds. To make things short and easy, I confronted her about where the money was being kept, and it led to a massive argument as she refused to tell me. And after two weeks, she confessed to spending 600 pounds of my inheritance on house bills. The reason I put quotes is because my mom also has a strong tendency to lie and it's gotten to the point where I can't trust anything that comes out of her mouth. My dad was livid, and she eventually fessed up to spending all of the 1,600 pounds, and that was when I found out the real amount of money I was supposed to receive. This topic came up in our mediation session, and she blew up in my face, screaming that she couldn't keep going over it again and that she apologized. That she regretted it, but it was the last straw that broke our trust, and I made this clear to her. I explained that that money could have gone to several things with my school, such as funding for trips, and because she lied, I no longer had that chance. She then blew up in my face again and said that it never would have been my money if her mother hadn't died anyway, but I told her that it wasn't the point, and that it was a mutual agreement between her and my uncles that the money went to the grandkids. Therefore, it was mine. She stopped talking and then asked if I forgave her, to which I flat out said no, and she began crying and we left the session early. She's now acting distant and cold towards me and seems hesitant with making plans for me to see her, and a lot of my friends, including my best friend, are saying that I should just forgive her for the sake of our relationship. Money really reveals the true color of a lot of people. I think if I were in this situation, I would have done the right thing, but you know at some point, I imagine there's a number big enough where most people would consider going behind people that are close to them's backs to retain that money for themselves. You'd probably be surprised by the amount of people around you that'd be willing to backstab you to take a billion dollars if they can get on the next trip out to Bahrain or something. 
This next story is, am I the jerk for making my husband's godmom change at our wedding? So me, 21 year old female, and my now husband, 21 year old male, just got married two weeks ago. We didn't have a typical wedding. We did a small ceremony at an Airbnb and just hung out with our family and friends and then did a bonfire. The morning of the wedding, my parents and grandparents were there helping set up and cook the dinner and the wedding party was also there. My husband, we'll just call him Bob, had asked his godparents to bring drinks by for later. When they got there, they brought the drinks up and Bob had noticed in the back their wedding clothes. His godmom, we'll call her Patty, had brought a white lace dress to wear for the wedding. He immediately told his best man who then came and told me what was going on and asked if I wanted her to wear something else. I said yes. Bon then goes and tells her nicely, Hey, so I don't think we're comfortable with you wearing a white dress to the wedding. Is there something else you could wear? She immediately got aggressive with my husband and said, Well, it's 90 degrees out. I want to wear light colors. Okay, well, there's a lot of light colors you can wear. She calls my mother-in-law and starts going off about how we're making her change and she doesn't have time to go back to the hotel. It's 11 a.m. and the ceremony wasn't until 4. I walked away for the situation. I was trying to get ready. Time passes and I'm walking down the aisle. Patty's in the sweatpants and flip-flops she was wearing to drop off the drinks. I was so embarrassed, but I didn't want to ruin our moment walking down the aisle. I never said anything. During the reception, his family sat at one table the entire time and left after an hour and a half and had a poor attitude. We haven't really talked to my in-laws since the wedding because we had hurt feelings. Now my mother-in-law is going off on us for not talking to them and making it seem like I was being a bridezilla by making her change and that we have no right to be upset. Are we overreacting? Yeah, I definitely don't think OP's overreacting. They tried violating the number one rule in the book as far as attending weddings. Don't wear white. Fun fact, really, really bright yellow is almost just as good as reflecting heat as white is. So what she should have done if she really cared about the heat was wear something really bright yellow. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not attending my sister's wedding? So I, Mina, 28-year-old female, was invited to my sister Leah's, 32-year-old female's wedding last year. At the time I was working and I was also completing a master's degree. Important, I live in a different country from my family. Leah contacted me about a year before she got married and asked if any dates would not work. I said that it would be best to avoid the end of the month, May, that I'll get my thesis written in because I had to go in person to see my supervisor to get all that sorted. There were a bunch of in-person admin stuff as well and I would have to rearrange a lot of my tutoring work that I was doing for my students as it would be their exam time then. My submission dates were all in that week and so it wouldn't work. Well, Leah goes ahead and books for not only the end of May, but also a holiday in a rural part of the country my family lives in, meaning that I would have to travel an extra two to three days on top of the wedding, which would be about a week in total, the entire week of my deadlines. This was with short notice as well, only three months before the wedding. Other family members couldn't make it for, as holidays in my country are not great for traveling and accommodation is really hard to find. We've never been close and I wasn't a part of the wedding party either, which I expected. Leah's never included me in any major event in her life. I talked to Leah and said it wouldn't be possible as I now had job interviews lined up, as I'd not heard much confirmation about her planned dates. My students were midway through their exam preparation and my thesis was requiring more in-person events than I expected and now would be difficult to change everything. I did point out that this date was 
Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Probably the worst possible one for me, as I'd said before, apologized profusely and said next time I'm in the country we could go for drinks and celebrate together, if Leah would like that. Leah's response was that I am a terrible sister, and my whole family is now holding a grudge against me, even though I did say a year in advance that that exact week would be the worst for me. My family pressured me to go, but I stuck to my decision because this wasn't an unknown possibility. I can't tell if I made the right decision or not, but I've never felt important to her as her sister. Part of me wonders if this was intentional, as there's been issues in the past with her deliberately putting me in difficult situations to paint me badly as a sister to our parents. Leah had almost a year to choose a different date with multiple reminders, and yet chose not to. Am I the jerk? Yeah, right from the get-go, it's very easily a situation where OP's not the jerk. They listed that this is the worst possible week. What more could you expect when they scheduled it for that week? Our next story is, am I the jerk for letting my brother copy me? Throwaway account because I don't use Reddit that much, and if this blows up, I don't want this connected to my online username. I, female 18, have a little brother, male 15, that has copied everything I do throughout my entire life. If my favorite color was blue, his suddenly would be too. If I grew out my hair long, he let his grow too. If I learned a new instrument, he had to too. I couldn't be an individual, and I hated it. What made it worse was that my family would often choose him over me because he was a smaller and cuter version of myself. It really hurt, and it's contributed to my low self-esteem, and I still fear to this day that when people meet my brother, they'll eventually leave me for him. Call me selfish, but it hurts. Whenever I brought this up to my mother, she would blow me off and just said that, it's what siblings do. During my freshman year, I came out as a lesbian. I've never liked boys and often found myself having little crushes on girls in my class when I was in elementary school, the way that girls would have little crushes on boys. Finally finding a label that described me was freeing and I was, and still am, proud and out to everyone I knew. My brother, following my lead, decided to come out as bisexual the following week. Once my mother found out about this, she became angry and pulled me aside. She told me that I knew that my brother copies everything I do and that I need to tone it down so I don't confuse him. Now, I already don't bring up my sexuality often because my father is homophobic and didn't accept me for being a lesbian, but this grinded my gears. Throughout my entire life, it was okay for him to copy me even at the expense of my own mental health. But now that he copied something that she doesn't want him to be, copying suddenly isn't just something that siblings do. Regardless of this situation, I think it's important to explore your sexuality before confirming it, and I would support him whether it was just another copying phase or something genuine. 
I told her this, and now she's upset with me for turning her son gay. This was not my intention at all. I just wanted to be out and proud and now it's turned my own mother against me. So am I the jerk? Yeah, OP's definitely not the jerk. It's not their fault for being gay that their sibling turned gay. I mean, the whole thing is just ridiculous. I think if only the mother could take a step back and realize what she was saying and how she's being. But if she was capable of doing that, it probably wouldn't be where it is. Our next story is, am I the jerk for letting the nanny come into my bedroom? I, 33-year-old male, am a single father, and this week I called the nanny to look after my daughter because I was too sick to do so. She was kind enough to prepare the meals for us and to look after me. I wasn't able to move and just slept most of the time, and I didn't care about wearing a shirt because I was staying in my room. My sister came unannounced that day and saw the nanny coming to my room to give me some water and said that it was inappropriate for me to let the nanny see me shirtless in the bedroom. She shouted, and I know that the nanny and my daughter heard her because my daughter came to ask me if everything was okay with auntie after that. I have to be honest, my sister is persuaded that there is something between me and the babysitter and disliked her a lot. She thinks that there's still a place in my daughter's life for her mother, I have full custody, and hates the fact that my daughter likes her nanny a lot. I don't have feelings anymore for my ex, who says to every person she meets that she's still in love with me. I'm sure that she wouldn't react if the nanny was 20 years older. At least I'm relieved that my sister didn't attack the nanny, who didn't seem bothered by the situation. It's the first time she came into my bedroom and she always asked for my permission to do so. But I also understand that others might think that it was improper. Am I the jerk for letting the nanny come to my bedroom? I just don't see what OP did wrong here. They might see some kind of narrative and want to run with it, but OP knows the truth. They weren't doing anything inappropriate. They were sick. This next story is, am I the jerk for not giving in to mother's dying wish? Growing up, my father was a jerk to me and my mother. She never stood up for me or herself. When I turned 17, I called my father out for his behavior, so my parents cut me off financially as punishment. I moved in with a friend and her parents and then got myself to college. I refused to speak about what happened, as I was embarrassed for not standing up to my father sooner. After college, I was surprised to learn that so many of my high school teachers and friends' parents were proud of me for getting away from a bad situation as I never realized anyone even knew what I put up with. Now my parents are elderly and my mother says that my father forgives me for my bad behavior. For example, I didn't want to celebrate holidays with the family as my father would get jealous if I had more presents than he did. My mother wants me to come home to heal the family. My father still denies his behavior and says I've torn the family apart for not treating him with the respect he's owed as the parent. When I try to help my mother as her health isn't great, he becomes angry and takes it out on her. I just emotionally don't want to enter into that situation again and refuse to visit or allow my father into my house. Now my mother's angry with me, saying I'm being selfish for not being willing to put aside my feelings to do this before she dies. Am I the jerk? Yeah, I just can't blame OP here. After experiencing what they experienced growing up throughout their entire life, you don't want somebody who, in reality, was your abuser throughout your childhood to invade your space, dying wish or not. Our next story is, am I the jerk? I refuse to change the gift I already bought for a kid. I, 29-year-old female, have a stepsister, 32-year-old female, who has two kids I'll call A and B. A is having a birthday party this weekend, and we've all been asked to buy him a gift. 
Now, stepsister likes to be in control, so she's had a list set up for months of the things she needs to buy for his party, but also things he wants for his birthday. During a recent conversation, she said he has everything he wants already and would be happy with a set of trading cards or some money. So I put £20 in a card and signed it from myself, my partner, and our baby. Stepsister messaged me yesterday and asked what I'd gotten for him, so I told her what I'd done and she said it was okay, but he had decided he wanted a new toy from the toy shop. I looked on the website and said, it's a great toy, maybe if he saves his birthday money he could get it. And she outright asked if I would just buy that for him. I was always taught from a young age that if we wanted something that badly, we could just save up our birthday money, if we were lucky to get some, or Christmas money to buy it. Like I said, I have a baby of my own, and I could not justify paying the price of that one toy for my own kid, let alone someone else's. I explained that I'd already sorted his present, and the rest of my finances were used for this month on our food and bills. So she's uninvited us from the party. Am I the jerk? Yeah, OP's definitely not the jerk here, especially when you're buying a gift for a kid. If somebody's asking for unreasonable priced gifts, they can't just expect that they're going to get those for sure. I mean, most families, at least growing up where I was around, you're lucky to get one expensive gift a year, if that. This next story is, am I the jerk for introducing myself to my ex-husband's new girlfriend? Ex and I split in April. By May, he was bringing his new girlfriend to all of my 15-year-old son's baseball games. The families were gossiping about it, and my son was uncomfortable with it. My 14-year-old daughter had told me she hated having the new girlfriend around too, and my ex wasn't respecting her requests to slow down. After a few times of seeing her, I walked up to her and introduced myself. This wasn't about her or my ex. It was to stop the gossip, show my kids that I'm okay with his relationship, and to stop the gossip. Today, several weeks later, the ex emailed me that I violated his boundaries by doing this. Am I the jerk? Background, I asked for divorce and we've been broken up for a year, but he moved out in April. I have a boyfriend and I'm not jealous of the new girl. He is her monkey or circus now. So this is for the sake of the kids more than anything. I don't think it's too crazy to be cordial amongst exes, specifically when it's for your kids. So extending an olive branch here was more than reasonable in my opinion. I don't know what the ex is freaking out about. This next story is, am I the jerk for not eating cake that I knew I wouldn't like? To start off, a little background. I was diagnosed with autism a few months ago, but I've displayed traits of neurodivergency since I was a little kid. One of these traits was a major dislike of certain tastes and textures, as well as not always behaving accordingly in certain social situations. Not a lot of my extended family knows because I don't see them very often because they live towards the northeast of the country while I live down in the southeast. So now I get on with the story. I, 17-year-old female, was at a family gathering with my extended family a few days ago. It was a big get-together with lots of different food and drinks. Around 5pm, a massive cake was brought out for everyone. It was a sponge cake topped with whipped cream and various fruits. I knew I wasn't going to eat any of the cake because whipped cream, strawberries, and raspberries, which were on the cake, are some of the foods that agitate my sensory issues. I said out loud that I wouldn't like any and began to walk away. My cousin called after me and said that she worked really hard on it and it would be disrespectful if I didn't even bother to try it. I tried to explain that I couldn't tolerate certain textures because of my autism. 
She said I was making up excuses and that I'm perfectly normal and just attention-seeking. I brushed her off and left the room and just chilled in the living room for a while. My mom took my cousin's side and said what I did was selfish and that I was using my disorder as a get-out-of-jail-free card. I went non-verbal until the next morning, and then that afternoon we drove home, where my mom grounded me for two days for how I treated my cousin. So Reddit, did I deserve my punishment? Am I the jerk? Edit to just clarify a few things. When I say I spoke out loud, it wasn't like I yelled and then stormed off. I saw the cake and I said to myself, oh, I don't want any. But it was a little louder than when I usually talk to myself and my cousin must have overheard. I didn't see the cake until it had been in the room for maybe 10 minutes. This was because the cake was set on a table in the corner of the room and people were crowded around it taking slices. When I got a chance to take a piece, I realized I didn't want any. I didn't get up from the table and storm out of the room. We were all standing around the room and eating off paper plates. When I realized I didn't want any cake, I just set the paper plate down, casually turned away and walked out of the room. Also, thank you to the people who informed me on the difference between being non-verbal and having selective mutism. I usually become unable to speak when I'm stressed, angry, embarrassed, or upset and it takes a while for my voice to come back, and I know now that that's called selective mutism. So, overall OP was rated as being the jerk in the situation, but I don't really think they did anything wrong here. Maybe their internal dialogue was a little too loud and saying, oh, I don't want any. But just in what OP described, I don't outright see any disrespect intended or dished out here. I mean, people are saying like OP spoke up and was like, ugh, I don't want any of that. I mean, I definitely saw this even on the first read through without the edit clarifying it as something where somebody just goes, oh, I don't want any. Is that a big deal? This next story is, am I the jerk for saying no to my mother-in-law? Full story, I don't like my mother-in-law. When I first met her, it was to go to an important holiday dinner hosted by my husband's, then boyfriend, extended family. She met us at the hotel and met me before we went, but then took my husband aside and said I needed to change clothes because I looked like a tramp. I cried. My husband said we weren't going anymore and told his mom to leave. We made up later. As my husband and I dated, I learned more about his relationship with her. They didn't talk often before me or since. He went to visit her one time alone, flash forward, and he hasn't seen her for a while. For whatever reason, they never coordinated a time for her to visit or we always had some excuse. Finally, she calls my husband and says she's coming this weekend to visit. It's Tuesday night. I immediately say no when my husband tells me. I tell him that my nephew will be in on Sunday morning and she would drive 16 hours one way. He hesitates but agrees and tells his mom it can't be this week, pick another time. His mom guilts him, says there's always some excuse and that I don't like her. She says she feels like if she doesn't come see him right now, she may never see him again. So he decides to let her come with some conditions of not seeing the house and not seeing me. I respect his choice but I'm still mad because regardless of their relationship and the repair they need, he still let her come out last minute and stay the two days before I have company for a week. I'm mad he didn't see that as impolite and selfish. We fought and he said, she was right, I do have to choose, this sucks. Am I the jerk? I don't think OP's the jerk here, but at the same time, I do sympathize with the husband wanting a relationship with their mom, 
But yeah, they should have had enough of a backbone to figure it out at another time and not cave to that pressure. It is pretty concerning to see going forward. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another absolutely crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.